unscripted. Each episode is available to view on YouTube, so be sure to check us out. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Thanks for listening and enjoy the show. You know, because you talk about Gymshark, and that's fitness. And wait, you're an actor? Oh, you like making music? I'm not making plugs. I'm just like, you know, you know, just, just jumping between right. these things. And, and, and what you look at is we see a man that doesn't know where he's headed mm. or what his goals are, what his mm. real goals are. And that was, and I think if you don't know where you're headed, you don't really go anywhere. Hey guys, welcome back to Saints Unscripted. We're here today with Lee Liston. Hi guys. And we know very little about Lee Liston. Like no, I, no pun intended, right? No pun intended. No pun intended. <laughs> but I have seen him in, I don't know what, we haven't talked about exactly where yet, but he mm-hmm. is an actor. So if he looks familiar, that's why. So tell us a little about, where have people seen you before? Tell us a little bit about, a little bit about yourself and then we're going to talk about... Uh, just kind of your faith journey. Because you're a Latter-day Saint, too, which is sweet. An actor and a Latter-day Saint. Yeah. Um, I, I've kind of been all over the place. Um, the biggest platforms I've been on are, like, YouTube. So, like, with YouTube, like, local YouTubers like Devin Supertramp. Crap. He's also a member of the church, which is really, really awesome. I attended, uh, he invited me to a little, um, whatchamacallit, uh, fireside that he was, you know, speaking at. And I went and it was really cool to see that faith side of him and then also be working him, with him on set, you know, and That's having, sweet. you know, so it's, it's fun. We've done a few videos together. So you might've seen me like in Mario Kart in real life. I remember yes! that. With Monica. Yeah. yeah. We love Monica. With Monica, we did, we did Disney Shake It Off. I go on so many days. Let's go out, baby. Like a big video forever ago. Oh, I haven't seen yeah, yeah. that. So I've worked with Monica a couple Monica a couple days. I used to help Monica at the bank as a teller when I first moved here. Like, we didn't know each other. And I hope it's okay to say, but I totally had a crush on her. But just being honest. <laughs> but it's so... Uh, but anyway. But um, I, I, I saw her and I met her at the bank. And and then we, we bumped each other on a, you know, a couple sets, like uh-huh. YouTube sets and things like that. And then um, I've also been on a reality show called My Little Life on TLC. That was just a lot, but it was definitely an adventure. Um, and then I've acted in short films with my friend uh, Barrett Bergen. He's kind of helped, you know, he was kind of the main person that influenced me to become an actor. Mm-hmm. Ultimately, you know, when I when I got home from my mission from the Philippines, I got home and he was like, have you ever considered being an actor? You know, and I was like, well, yeah, people on my mission told me that. So ultimately I started to... Um, explore that, you yeah. know, network, and then meet all these people and stuff like that. What year was it that you got home from your mission? Uh, 2014. Okay, cool. And I've also seen you in, like, uh, Gymshark stuff? Yeah. Like, like different ads and stuff? Yeah, that, yeah, I forgot about that. So that was that was a crazy story. So one time, I had just read this article on a guy named Steve Cook, who is an athlete for uh, um, Gymshark. I read an article on an interview, and I was like, well, I kind of want to go to his gym because it's fitness culture in St. George. So I went, um, we went to the gym, and I walked in, and, and I see him. He's right there. And I'm like, that's Steve Cook. Here we go. That's cool. You know, I'm not going to be weird. <laughs> like, he, he kind of knew that I knew who he was. and So he's like, hey, my name is Steve Cook. What's your name? I'm like, I'm Lee Liston. And we talked for like 30 minutes and got really vulnerable. And I, I talked about the interview because he talked about a lot of deep things. And he was like, whoa, you, wow, that was deep. And, and so we, we got chatting and we became fast friends. And he's like, hey, I'm going to follow you on Instagram. And then I'm going to tag you in it. 
and put you on my story. The reason I tell you all that is because Gymshark saw that, and then they're like, well, well we're doing a Weight of the World campaign that mm-hmm. talks about different people from different backgrounds and fitness and exploring. It's like, you know, it's kind of a little motivational, yeah. inspirational video. And then they reached out to me and, like, paid my, you know, per diem and had me drive down, put me up in a little hotel for a couple of days and, and then filmed that. So yeah, that was, that was kind of a cool experience. Yeah. So uh, were you born a member of the church? Were, were your parents members? Yeah. Yeah. So my, my, both of my parents are, um, active members of the church. We didn't really go to church a lot when I was younger. Mm-hmm. And, uh, one time my dad says a story like this that I said when I was younger, like, dad, I think we should be going to church, you know, and yeah. something like that. And your kid says it and all yeah. of a you feel this guilt. I mean, I don't know, Dad. I don't know if that's really what happened. You can correct it in the comments or whatever you need to do. But, um, but regardless, he, um, we did that, and and so we started going to church, and yeah. And have you been, uh, based on, because we've been Facebook friends for a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I've seen kind of over the last couple of years, you know, I've, 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 I haven't, I've been kind of looking off from the sidelines, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. And you've been through some stuff. Yeah. How has that work? Like, feel free to share as much as you'd like. But like, how? What has your journey of faith been like in the church? It's been really hard because I feel like I get so distracted. Because we're talking about these cool things, right? Like movies, YouTube videos, Gymshark, like all these incredible things that people would dream about. And and I'm not saying they're not great because they are, and they and they don't have to steer you in a negative direction. But I get very excited and distracted, and I like to try new things. And, and, and I've made some decisions, you know, to get distracted by those worldly things and, 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 and put them above, you know, the gospel. And, you know, because we marginalize the gospel when our worldly success and our temporal success is, is good. I've, I've done it. I've seen it. I've been there. And, and um, a few years ago, I was isolated and not like I was living in a non, you know, BYU housing, non apartment. I was living in the basement of a friend of mine's house where they did, um, we, we did mascotting together, you know, and mm. that's, that's a different conversation. But regardless, I, I happened to be living there and I didn't really have a lot of things to challenge my character, you know, I got a lot of good influences. They weren't members of the church and, and I was with one of my friends and I said, you know, I want to try, I, always been curious what it's like to drink, you know, and, and I gave into that worldly temptation. I went and we started making a habit of it. And, and I started to make little decisions that were not only weakening my faith, but literally severing my connection with God, you know, where, where I was, all of a sudden it becomes foreign to you, you know, and, you know, it's like, it's like that scripture that I give, you know, men line upon line, precept upon precept, there a little, here a little, mm-hmm. and I also take away, mm. you know, and, and I started to lose that. And so it's kind of been this up and down of making really big decisions. And and what I will say, once you go far away from the gospel, it is so hard to come back. But well, why is that? Um, You feel a lot of shame. You know, it's hard to like, I can't go into a YSA BYU word. It'd be like, hey, my name's Lee, and I struggle with drinking, you know, because there's the honor code, which is like, oh, sounds like we should kick you out of your apartment, you know, or like, um, like, like, which is true, like, and you respect that, and it's in the contract, and I know those things. I'm not saying that's not good or bad, and I'm not saying it should be changed. It's just hard. It's just hard because I can't just be like I'm struggling. So you feel like you're hiding and you're isolating, and it's hard to, you know, come out and say those things openly in a 
safe emotional space. Right. And that's, you know, that's kind of been my challenge. So I want to know, I want to ask you, because I feel like I get messages all the time. We get messages from people who are in the similar situation where they're like, I made some decisions, you know, I want to put that past me and I want to come back, but they don't know how, they don't know what steps they need to take. They don't know how they can go back into a church environment and just like reintroduce themselves. They don't know what time church is at. Like what would your advice be knowing from your experience to people in that situation? Well, I was, um, I was with my friend and we were we were sitting chatting, and he always talks to me about the gospel. Barrett, look. is this the same friend? Yeah, this is Barrett. Oh, Barrett. So okay. sorry, sorry, I should clarify that. He he was he, he always challenges my faith and challenges my thought process, and mm-hmm. he's been a big advocate for me to stay strong in the gospel. You know, with him growing up in an environment where the gospel wasn't strong. You know, growing up in Tennessee, and I'll you know leave that to him to kind of tell his story, but. But ultimately, challenging me to my faith, and he kind of had this impression. And I've been in YSA wards, you know, for a while, but I'm not a student. I'm a, I'm kind of a working professional, if you will. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm not, you know, I'm not bearing my testimony about finals or tests or right. you know classes or things like that. I'm not in that same. And so it almost felt another layer of isolating. You know, I'm a working professional mm-hmm. living with people that aren't there yet. Yeah. Right. You know, and on on some level, and so. Uh, even though we were the same age. And so Mary got an impression. He's like, have you thought about a family ward? You know, and like doing that, even though I'm single, right? And I was like, well, I don't know. Because is that, you know, okay. And I, and I did it and I took the plunge and I went to this family ward um, that was close to my apartment complex. And it was just the most, like, it, it was like Cinderella when she finds her like glass slipper. <laughs> like, like it was just, it felt so at home. Yeah. And because I could talk about like, what's your career like? Oh, I do this. Mm-hmm. And, like my career is this, awesome. But single this, and it just felt like so, like like my career, the gospel, and everything was just, you know, because it felt like my career and gospel were separate in the YSA ward, and then here they weren't. And now I'm not saying that works for everybody, right. and I'm not saying not don't endorse YSA wards, but I'm saying if you're not a student and if you're not if you're already in the environment in the working world. I would try a family word. I mean, that's that's just my opinion. Yeah, yeah. I really, really like what you're saying and how to maybe apply it to, like, other people, too, because some of them might, like, be students. But I feel like not being afraid to try something different because I feel like in the church, in church culture, so many people try to go through this step-by-step plan. You know, you go on your mission, you go to BYU, you get married, you start a family, whatever. But I feel like sometimes when you're going through a situation like we're talking about, it might be different to rearrange some things, try something different. You don't need to live the gospel in one particular way. The gospel should be catered around you and what you need. And so um, try to find a, you know, a situation, someone who's in the church you can look up to and can help you through this situation, but it doesn't have to be the step-by-step process that everybody follows. So is that, is that how it worked for you? Like, it sounds like you made some decisions, you kind of fell away from your faith and was going to that family ward, what, what turned, what started to turn you around or? Mm-hmm. Cause, That's cool. because one of the things, and, and it kind of goes hand in hand, I, for a long time, didn't even know what I was really doing with my life, you know, because you talk about Jim Shark and that's fitness. And wait, you're an actor? Oh, you like making music? I'm not making plugs. I'm just like, you know, you know, just just jumping between right. these things. And, and, and what you look at is we see a man that doesn't know where he's headed mm-hmm. or what his goals are, what his mm-hmm. real goals are. And that was and I think if you don't know where you're headed, you don't really go anywhere. 
And when you're not going anywhere, it's hard to make goals in the gospel. It's hard to make goals career-wise. It's hard to make goal, personal goals, you know, mm-hmm. right. all those things. And, and and so one thing is is whatever your goal is, especially when we're in this entrepreneur age, mm-hmm. is run it like a business, like right from the get-go. Like get a spreadsheet and have it all organized, what your goals are, build your resume of whatever you're wanting your career to be, and then and then do that the same with the church and figure out how that you can live the gospel and be successful. And I feel... Like people tear away from it in order to be more successful, but ultimately with the message of the gospel, God can make us way more successful and way more happy than any amount of worldly success. Hmm. Yeah, absolutely. So so what are your goals with the gospel? I guess where are you right now with your faith mm-hmm. and where do you want to go or are you at that destination? Yeah, 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 yeah. So my main goals are I want my temple recommend back. Um I mean, I, I don't know how vulnerable, you know, to get, but... As uh, vulnerable as you want. Well, I mean, I mean, I just to be careful. Like, I, I want to be sensitive because I, like, because I don't want to just talk about casually, but also, you know, I guess in church terms, like, I had some issues with the Word of Wisdom, obviously, and issues with the Law of Chastity that had put me in a position where um, I almost got excommunicated from the church, and then I learned that that's a positive thing in a lot of ways. But I didn't, and so um, I actually have a meeting uh, tonight um, to finalize that and, and figure out what's next. But it's all the way back, and so my goals are is to come to full activity, um, get converted back to the gospel, not just live in the pool of the gospel and the hot tub of the gospel, but hmm. actually live it and and you know, um, um, find an eternal companion, you know, get married and have a family, you know. 27 i'm getting old in provo years so kind of you know you know so so kind of gotta figure that out pretty soon quick i mean i don't but like oh that's kind of my goals though is just to kind of start growing up a little bit and baby steps i love what you said about setting goals because i feel like i've never been in this situation but if someone had left the church and thinking about coming back I can't imagine how overwhelming that probably seems to them. I mean, I love the idea of setting baby steps, starting with, you know, just just going to church once, maybe going to church every other week and then making it a habit and then going to get your temple recommend back. I mean, these things take time. So I feel like setting small achievable goals can really go a long way. And I, I love what you said. Thank you. Yeah. I really, I, I feel very refreshed having you on the show. Like, because you're vulnerable, but like, you're not necessarily where you want to be yet, you know? And I think that that's, like, I don't know. Like, I think that's valuable that you can still, like, be in the struggle but still, you know, have hope and have goals. And and not just that, but, like, be okay with, like, talking about the struggle, yeah. you know? We need more guests like you because I feel like that's what people relate to. That's what they want to hear and see that people don't want to feel like they're alone in things like this. You know, any final thoughts? Um, just remember your journey is your journey. Remember that the gospel is infinite. And if it is true, this is just a small moment, right? And as you move forward, remember eternity is forever. That we'll have this infinite moment to grow. And if it's not true, we still should do our best to grow. I'm not perfect, and I've made a lot of mistakes. And I'm not saying admitting them justifies them. But I will tell you that it is true, as much as sometimes I want to think it's not. 
It's true, all of it. And and I love the gospel and I love the atonement. And and, and remember the last thing I'll say is when the Savior died from the atonement, he said, It is finished. And when he said it is finished, he wasn't talking about just the past, the present, but every sin. And I've learned that it would be a mockery not to understand that these sins that I've done are already paid for. I know we've heard that a billion times, but it is so applicable and true. And the gospel is very real. And that's 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 what I want to share. Thank you so much for that. Thank you. Uh, if you guys have questions for Lee, if it's okay with you, yeah, of course. can you leave those in the comment section? Yeah. Uh, and where can people find you um, if they want to follow your journey? Sometimes I'm at the grocery store. <laughs> 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 um, no, um, Lee, Lee underscore Liston. So uh, that's my L-E-E underscore L-A-S-T-O-N is my Instagram. Um, Lee Richard Grant Liston is my Facebook. Um, your personal Facebook buddies. Um, or you can do my YouTube channel. I haven't been very active on it for a long time, but it's Little Guy Learns, where I learn things on the fly uh, for the first time, like learning how to glide cam with Evan Super Tramp. I'd never done it. So I like to organically show people in the process. So, yeah, that's that's basically it. Awesome. And while you're following Lee, go ahead and follow us too and hit that subscribe button. And, man... I love this. Thank you. I don't even know what else to say. Right. No, thank you guys. Thank you. We'll see you guys next time. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening. If you want to watch our videos, check us out on YouTube or shoot us a message on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter.